0: when I published Ulysses by James Joyce in my little bookshop called Shakespeare and Company. in Paris. Look, look, the dust is growing. My branches last large... Anyway. Stately clumped back by All perfume, yes, and his heart was going like mad. And yes, I said, yes, I will, yes. Read the skies. Tantima ruminos. Read the skies. Or tantima ruminos, bus defenuminos. Where's your configuration, Stephen? Stephen, cut the bread even. S D. Swatona. Gear. Dilui. Galindo Resolver di Nonama SD What is that, Mr Dedalus? The Quake Librarian asked. Was it a celestial phenomenon? A star by night, Stephen said, a pillar of the cloud by day. What's more to speak? Stephen looked on his hat, his stick, his boots. Stephanos, my crown, my sword. His boots are spoiling the shape of my feet. Buy a pair. Holes in my socks. Handkerchief, too. You make good use of the name, John Eglinton allowed. Your own name's strange enough. I suppose it explains your fantastical humour. Me, McGee, and Mulligan. Fabulous artificer, the hawk-like man. You flew. Where to? New Haven Dieppe. Steerage passenger. Paris and back. Lapwing. Icarus, parterate, sea-bedabbled, fallen, weltering, lapwing you are, lapwing he. Mr Best eager quietly lifted his book to say, That's very interesting, because that brother motive, don't you know, we find also in the old Irish myths, just what you say. The three brothers Shakespeare, in Grimm too, don't you know, the fairy tales. The third brother that marries the sleeping beauty and wins the best prize. Best of brothers. Good. Better. Best. The Quaker librarian spring-halted near. I should like to know, he said, which brother you... I understand you to suggest there was misconduct with one of the brothers, but perhaps I am anticipating. He caught himself in the act, looked at all, refrained. An attendant from the doorway called, Mr. Lister, Father Deneen wants. Oh, Father Deneen, directly. Swiftly, rectly, creaking, rectly, rectly, he was rectly gone. John Eglinton touched the foil. Come, he said. Let us hear what you have to say of Richard and Edmund. You kept them for the last, didn't you? In asking you to remember those two noble kinsmen, Nuncle Richie and Nuncle Edmund, Stephen answered, I feel I am asking too much, perhaps. A brother is as easily forgotten as an umbrella. Lapwing. Where is your brother? Apothecary's hall. My whetstone. Him, then Cranley, Mulligan, now these. Speech, speech. But act, act speech. They mock to try you. Act, be acted on. Lapwing. I am tired of my voice, the voice of Esau, my kingdom for a drink. On. You will say those names were already in the chronicles from which he took the stuff of his plays, Why did he take them rather than others? Richard, a whoreson, crookback, misbegotten, Makes love to a widowed Anne, what's in a name, Woos and wins her, a whoreson merry widow, Richard, the conqueror, third brother, Came after William, the conquered. The other four acts of that play Hang limply from that first. Of all his kings, Richard is the only king Unshielded by Shakespeare's reverence, The angel of the world. Why is the underplot of King Lear, in which Edmund figures lifted out of Sydney's Arcadia and spatchcooked onto a Celtic legend older than history? That was Will's way, John Eglinton defended. We should not now combine a Norse saga with an excerpt from a novel by George Meredith. Que voulez-vous? More would say. He puts Bohemia on the seacoast and makes Ulysses quote Aristotle. Why? Stephen answered himself, because the theme of the false, or the usurping, or the adulterous brother, or all three in one, is to Shakespeare what the poor is not, always with him. The note of banishment, banishment from the heart, banishment from home, sounds uninterruptedly from the two gentlemen of Verona onward till Prospero breaks his staff, buries it certain fathoms in the earth, and drowns his book. It doubles itself in the middle of his life, reflects itself in another, repeats itself, protasis, epitases, catastasis, catastrophe. It repeats itself again when he is near the grave, when his married daughter, Susan, Chip of the Old Block, is accused of adultery. But it was the original sin that darkened his understanding, weakened his will and left in him a strong inclination to evil. The words are those of my lords, bishops of Maynooth, an original sin, and like original sin, committed by another, in whose sin he too has sinned. It is between the lines of his last written words, it is petrified on his tombstone, under which her four bones are not to be laid, age has not withered it. Beauty and peace have not done it away. It is in infinite variety everywhere in the world he has created in Much Ado About Nothing, twice in As You Like It, in The Tempest, in Hamlet, in Measure for Measure, and in all the other plays which I have not read." He laughed to free his mind from his mind's bondage. Judge Eglinton summed up. "'The truth is midway,' he affirmed. "'He is the ghost and the prince. "'He is all in all.' "'He is,' Stephen said. "'The boy of Act One is the mature man of Act Five all in all. In Cymbeline, in Othello, he is the bored and cuckold. He acts, and is acted on. Lover of an ideal or a perversion, like José, he kills the real Carmen. His unremitting intellect is the horn-mad Iago, ceaselessly willing that the more in him shall suffer. Cuckoo, cuckoo, Cuck Mulligan clucked lewdly, a word of fear. Dark Dome received, reverbed, "'And what a character is Iago!' undaunted John Eglinton exclaimed. "'When all is said, Dumas fille, or is it Dumas Père, is right. "'After God, Shakespeare has created most.' "'Man delights him not, nor woman neither,' Stephen said. "'He returns after a life of absence to that spot of earth where he was born, "'where he has always been, man and boy, a silent witness, "'and there his journey of life ended,' He plants his mulberry tree in the earth, then dies. The motion is ended. Gravediggers bury Hamlet Pear and Hamlet Fee, a king and a prince at last in death, with incidental music. And, what though murdered and betrayed, bewept by all frail tender hearts, for, Dane or Dubliner, sorrow for the dead is the only husband from whom they refuse to be divorced. If you like the epilogue, look long on it, Prosperous Prospero, the good man rewarded, Lizzie, grandpa's lump of love, and Uncle Richie, the bad man taken off by poetic justice, strong curtain. He found in the world, without, as actual, what was in his world within as possible. Maeterlinck says, if Socrates leave his house today, he will find the sage seated on his doorstep. If Judas go forth to-night, it is to Judas his steps will tend. Every life is many days, day after day. We walk through ourselves, meeting robbers, ghosts, giants, old men, young men, wives, widows, brothers in love, but always meeting ourselves. The playwright who wrote the folio of this world and wrote it badly gave us light first, and the sun two days later. The Lord of all things as they are, whom the most Roman of Catholics, called Dioboya, hangman-god, is doubtless all in all in all of us, ostler and butcher, and would be bored and cuckold, too, but that in the economy of heaven, foretold by Hamlet, there are no more marriages. Glorified man, an androgynous angel, being a wife unto himself, Eureka! Buck Mulligan cried. Eureka!